to A to Z Sports Prime Time, not from the Superbook Sports Studios, from Lucas Oil here in Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the place that you go for the best car buying experience, not just in Middle Tennessee, but in the entire state of Tennessee, probably in Central Indiana as well, where we are currently at. Two Rivers Ford. $500 bonus cash when you custom order a 2023 model year Ford. Superbook Sports, where you can go to wager on all the action, whether it be Sunday night football between the Bucks and the Chiefs or the Titans and Washington, as that will be the next game before the Titans have a bye. They'll match your first bet up to $1,000, whether it wins or loses in the Superbook Sports app. True Math Fitness, a new way to work out. Man, I'm telling you, I went on Thursday to do the glutes and hamstrings workout at TrueMath Fitness. It is available for every level of fitness, and it is an incredibly good workout for you to get started. TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free. And, of course, the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. I talked to Gary Ashton today. He's heading to Prague. He's going to go watch the Nashville Predators play overseas. But in the meantime, you can get in touch with Gary's team and they'll get you the Intel edge you need to succeed. GaryAshton.com is where you go. So we are uh, we have we've done the press conferences tonight. You're going to hear from Mike Vrabel and Ryan Tannehill. Um, it was a pretty interesting scene here because they did the thing again. They got a big in the first half of this game. They came out swinging. And as we talk through this, and as uh, uh, Valerie on Facebook Live says, let's be real tonight. Certainly, we're nothing if not real, I think, with you guys. Sometimes I get accused of being too real um, in to some of, or too real for some of your all's liking, and that's all well and good. But certainly, we're going to have a realistic discussion tonight. The reality of the situation is that the Tennessee Titans are not a great football team right now. But they have won two straight, both over AFC opponents. This one counts for two because it's a divisional win. That means that the Colts, you haven't eliminated them yet because the AFC South is a, a bit of a crapshoot, but they have already played three divisional games, including this one, and they have yet to get a win. The Titans have gotten a win in their first divisional game and still have five left on the table to be able to build upon and make, uh, make things competitive, probably not with Indianapolis, but probably with Jacksonville, who also lost today. All of the three other AFC South teams lost today. Texans to the Chargers. You had the Jags and the Eagles. Jags had the opportunity to win that game. And then, of course, the Colts falling to the Titans today. Now, the defense was the, the defense and Derrick Henry were the biggest stories, right? The defense and Derrick Henry were the thing that ultimately carried the day. I thought Tannehill was fine. I thought Tannehill was efficient. I thought there were some throws that were missed. Um, but on the whole, I thought Tannehill was completely, completely adequate for them to get the win. The thing that killed them is, again, the second half. You come out in these drives that stall. The first drive at a halftime, they just completely fall flat. After getting up 24 points and having this weird situation in the south end zone um, here at Lucas Oil, where they're, they've got like 12 seconds left on the clock. They've just burned their final timeout. Ryan Tannehill holds the ball too long. He's trying to make a play. He's trying to get forward for the first down and spike the ball to set up a field goal. They run out of time. Field goal team can't get it done. And so they end up with 24 points at half. They didn't score another point, right? But 24 points the last two weeks is all that they've needed. So, you know, I think the reality of the situation is they're not a great football team right now. But they are 1-0 in the division. 
And the Colts are, oh, well, they're, oh, one and two in the division, um, given the way that this circumstance has gone about. They are one, two, and one. I, I screwed that up. Reed is making a face at me. They are oh, two, and one in the division are the Colts. They are one, two, and one on the regular season, including that situation of the Chiefs. Uh, Troy Wood says, what is your theory on our second half problems? Buddy, I got jack shit. I really do. It's crazy. I, I don't, there's no one discernible thing that's causing this. It's not the play calling. It's, I mean, there are execution problems. I think it's probably, the answer is probably somewhere in between, but I got nothing for you. 64 to seven, they're being outscored in the second half. It's not the teams are scoring on them at a great rate because they're really not. They're just not scoring in the second half. And I really don't know how to explain it um, other than it continues to happen. So I want to start with your two rivers Ford take here on the primetime show. How much did the win over the Colts affect the way you feel about this Titans season? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you that Two Rivers Ford is the place that you need to go for the best car buying experience possible. In fact, Two Rivers Ford is so good at what they do that they are willing to offer you great guarantees. Guarantees when it comes to the car buying experience, which is something that you so rarely get, no matter what kind of business that you're in. Two Rivers Ford will make sure that when you custom order a 2023 model year Ford, they will get you a great rate. They'll guarantee 2.9% APR for 60 months for all qualified buyers, plus $500 bonus cash on a F-150, Explorer, Ranger, Edge, Bronco, Sport, Escape, or Mustang. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, in looking at the situation of the Titans, I, I wish that I could explain away the second half, uh, but it's just it's just not simply so at this point. And I thought it was well articulated by Ryan Tannehill, who I asked, or not who, not I, but uh, Chris Harris of WSMV Channel 4, asked Ryan Tannehill, you know, it's not an ideal situation the way that you guys played today, but you were still able to win. And Titans quarterback, our quarterback, answered that question with this response. I know what ideal is, is winning. You know, I don't really care how it comes. You know, our, our job is to win. You know, whether it's quote unquote ugly or quote unquote pretty, like it, it doesn't matter. A w is a W and our job is to score more points than the other team and finish each and every week one and zero as best we can. So, um, you know, proud of our guys and, and the way we've battled. We don't blink when, when things may take a downturn. We, we, we believe in each other. Um, we trust the guys playing beside us and, um, you know, on the other side of the ball. So, you know, every game is not going to be perfect. It's not a perfect game. So just to have that belief in each other that, you know, defense is going to make, make a play or offense is going to make a play when we need it, it, uh, it means a lot. And we've shown up big in the last couple of weeks. So that's Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill talking about the way that they win. And listen, he's right. It's not ugly. Some of it's pretty. The first half is pretty. Derrick Henry looked great in the first half. And, and I thought Derrick played well. I thought the defense played well. Tier Tart interception. Denico Autry was a monster. It was a, uh, it was a really, really impressive win, if not the way, if not an impressive performance, right? The win itself is impressive. The performance has a lot of questions. Uh, and I think both things can be so. But 
how does it affect, you know, the way that you feel about this football team? Rockstars on Facebook Live says, been saying this week one, we do not have a second half team defense, ain't going to keep holding us down. Or uh, I read that incorrectly because there wasn't the appropriate periods, but you understand my point. Been saying this since week one, we do not have a second half team defense, ain't going to keep holding us down. That's probably right. Uh, the defense is got listen, Caleb Farley almost gave up, almost gave up a 44. Well, it would have been more than 44 yards had he had Alec Pierce scored a touchdown, but they went right down the field, 44 yards on that completion because Matt Ryan kind of underthrew a ball. Alec Pierce just cut it back, caught the ball. Caleb Farley kept running right by him, and the pass was completed um, for the biggest gain of the day by either team. So, like, there are things that are going to pop up, but Dupree, we'll get to the injuries here in just a second. But how does it affect the way that I feel about this football team? Well, I'll explain that right after I tell you that the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com is the place that you need to go to get the Intel Edge. Gary Ashton will help you succeed with the best real estate team in Nashville, the best information and the best properties to help you sell your home without any showings or staging, to help you win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity now to make sure that you are in the best possible position to succeed with the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators and of me, GaryAshton.com. So it doesn't really affect the way that I feel about them. They're a two and two football team. They play in a stinky division. They beat a lesser team today. They almost let the lesser team come back on them, which is a problem in and of itself. But they play a Washington team that, you know, they should be able to handle. We'll see how it goes. They have a bye week after that, which will allow them to recoup some of these bodies that they're missing. Uh, an early bye, nonetheless, but given the injury report, you may be glad for it and then try and manage things down the stretch. The offense is great in the second half and the or in the first half, and I still feel that they have issues struggling or they struggle to close out games with the rushing attack the way that they wanted to. But to their credit, the offense closed out the football game today. They needed a bunch of different opportunities to do it, and they didn't like gas pedal it the entire time. But when they needed that third and one conversion to shut the game out with the Colts having, I guess they had three timeouts by the time the Titans got the ball back um, when the Colts kicker missed from 51 yards. So three timeouts left uh, to close out the game to try and get a stop. And the defense for the Colts was okay. You had a situation where, they threw the ball on third and one, play action pass, Chigakonkwo, game over. Offense closed out the game. So in that moment, the execution made all the difference in the world. They still lack execution in a lot of areas, and I think there is a considerable talent deficiency against the top-tier NFL teams. But the good news about that is the top-tier NFL teams are dealing with just as many injuries as uh, the Bucks get ready to have some of their best players back and available after kind of being down bad for quite some time. Um, so with that being said, let's talk about these injuries because the injury situation has been curious at best. Um, Kenyatta West says putting Henry in at fullback to close the game was a pretty good call. Uh, yeah, listen, you just, they're trying to get tricky with it, right? That, uh, that play that they had Tannehill initially in the shotgun with Derrick Henry, uh, uh, with Derrick Henry to his right, I believe Tannehill then goes under center. Derrick's still back there. They ended up throwing, uh, they ended up throwing, uh, I don't know if it was a screen pass, but they ended up throwing a pass that was very effective. It's just a little bit of trickeration, right? And it's making their a more effective offense. Um, so I think with all that being said, you know, they're in a good spot right now. They're in about as good a spot as they could be given the way that their season started. 
And that 1-0 in the AFC South, that's a big as uh, a win as you could ask for at any point because the divisional games, of course, count for more than any of these other ones. So let's talk about the injury bug because I'm getting a lot of questions about Elijah Molden. We'll address some of that. We'll talk about two big injuries that occurred today. What is the bigger potential loss, Bud Dupree or Traylon Burks, offense or defense? Both went down today. Both did not finish the game. We will talk about these things together on A to Z Sports Primetime right after I tell you that TrueMath Fitness is the place that you need to go to get your fitness journey started. TrueMath Fitness is the best. They are the best equipped. They have the best trainers. They have the best workout regimens. No workout is ever recycled or repeated, so your body continues to adapt as you grow your fitness level. The best part about TrueMath Fitness is you can be any kind of fitness level to enjoy all of the classes that they have to offer. Not just classes, personal training, open gym. You can customize your your package, for lack of a better term, to make sure you get exactly what you need as you pursue your fitness goals. TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free. So who's a bigger loss, uh, Bud Dupree or Traylon Burks? Burks were a lot thinner at wide receiver, says Troy Wood. Jacob Laubenthal says Bud Dupree can't stay on the field. Damn. Alex Blaine Mann says, I bet Dupree goes on IR. It wouldn't be a bad idea given that you have a uh, wouldn't be a bad idea given that you have a bye week coming up. So I would say, um, you know, if you can carve something out of this pass rush for the time being, you may be in a decent position. But the Traylon Burks uh, deal is uh, the Traylon Burks deal is is bizarre. Now, Rockstars asks, "Man, what's up with Josh Gordon?" So well, you may get your wish, and you may see Josh Gordon. You may see that Josh Gordon is washed um, because Josh Gordon is. He's just not a good player. He's not a good player. He's not. He didn't get called up from the practice squad today because they have no use for him. He's not a good player uh, at this stage in his career. And it's no disrespect to Josh, even though it you know it inherently sounds disrespectful when you attack a man's or woman, whatever the case may be in in any line of work, when you attack how good it it is that they are at what they do or what they're supposed to do. He's not good anymore. He wasn't good last year for the Chiefs. He wasn't good the year uh, prior for the Patriots. He had one good Patriot season or one eh Patriot season, but they weren't able to salvage much with him. Josh Gordon is not a good football player at this stage in his career, and that's fine. You may see him because you have no other choice. you got guys on the practice squad who are trying to get reps, Maybe you can carve out a role for, for him and he can be, you know, a, equitable to a Cody Hollister situation. That much is unclear. But I do think the Traylon Burks injury is the bigger loss, even as the pass rush is so critical to their success. Weaver is playing well. Um, Jeff Simmons is playing well. Danico Autry is playing incredibly well. I could not believe um, how big a difference Danico makes. And honestly, I sat here thinking in the press box, um, I can't imagine how the Colts let him leave their building to go to the Titans as an AFC South opponent. And that was something. Uh, uh, but I do think that they're thinner at wide receiver and that the Burks one is a problem. It's something that we asked Mike Vrabel about today because the sequence around the Burks thing was weird. Players outside of two minutes uh, that if you can't play the next play to, uh, to take a knee. You know, that, that's a safety thing uh, so that they you know, are, are taking a knee and they, they stop the play, and then we can get a, a, first of all, we can look at you, and uh, we can give you a medical attention, and then we can get a sub in. Um, you know, he was in the huddle, you know, Cody ran out there, and we just felt like, you know, I felt like that we needed to get Cody back out so they didn't stand over the ball, 
you force us to burn a timeout or a five-yard penalty, delay a game, substitution. Um, you know, so outside of two minutes, you know, we're, we're asking guys that if they can't play the next play physically is to take a knee. And I know that guys don't like to do that. I, you know, I mean, I, this is not anything to do with their courage or their toughness, uh, but it's about being able to operate and get the next guy in there and, and, and make sure that we're doing everything we can do to, to look at your health. So that's Mike Vrabel talking about the Traylon Burke situation. And it's a tough call, right? Because Traylon's clearly hurt. He doesn't take the knee the way that Mike and is saying that they're coached to when they're in the two-minute, because this is at the start of the fourth quarter. So Traylon Burks is hurt. He's limping. He goes out there for the next play. He immediately has this foot-slash-ankle situation happen, and he has to get carted off the field. Now, we saw Traylon in the post-game locker room. He's on crutches. He's got a boot on his left leg. Wrong wrong side for me, the left leg. So that is the situation um, for Burks. I do think his loss is more consequential, even if he's not like a high-volume target player, because they just they don't have much at wide receiver. Now, the good news is they don't really use their wide receivers all that much, if you're looking at it on the bright side, because Robert Woods was the first Titan wide receiver to catch a touchdown pass today, and we're four weeks into the season. So, you know, this is this is a situation, but you 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 don't you are not better for not having him on the field, right? And I think the Traylon Burke situation, Bud Dupree again leaving this game with a hip. I do think the wide receiver situation is more dire at this point than even the pass rush so far. Ryan Field says, feel bad for Traylon. All the AJ comparisons has to be affecting him to want to shut everyone up. You know, there's probably some of that. Um but I, I haven't really heard any AJ comparisons in a long time. Like, it really hasn't been that loud. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not doing that to him every week. We're not asking him that every week. It's just, it was a thing for a while, and now we've all moved on and try to get on with our lives. Um, but we will see what the evaluations bring about, and we'll see what roster moves they had to come. Let's do. This is a free site. However, when is the last time a Titans game left you breathless? In a bad way. That's the question I'm asking you. Breathless is you, you, you're out of you, you're breathing hard, you're stressed, you're sweating a little bit, maybe. Uh, you know, you may have soiled yourself in some form or fashion, depending on the stakes of the game. When is the last time a Titans game left you breathless? Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about. Superbook Sports. That's where you go to wager on all the action this football season. Superbook Sports has you covered. They're the best in the business because they'll match your first bet, win or lose, up to $1,000. So you can take on Vegas, the best odds makers in Vegas, in the Superbook in Las Vegas. Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. So when's the last time a Titans game left you breathless? Uh, Major Keys says the Chiefs championship game. Charlie B. on YouTube says Cincinnati. Derek R. agrees, as does Taylor Hurst. Well, for one diehard Titans fan, Sal is his name. Reed sent me this video, and I hope that it's bleeped because I know Sal uh, cusses in this, but I think that Sal speaks for a lot of you when you watch a game like this today. I can't do this anymore. I can't, I can't do this anymore. I have enough stress in my life. This is the only thing that makes me happy outside of money. And they got to do this to me every year, every week. 
and I can't do it anymore. Obviously, that win was monumental. I'm out of breath. Nothing from just watching the end of a game. Obviously, that game's monumental. Everyone and their mother knows that. But how many games do we got to watch this guy have no idea what to do every second half and decide, finally, that's the end of the road, Todd. We gave you a good shot. You had no right getting your job back anyway, but we gave it to you. Somehow we scraped out a 2-2 two and two record, but your job's over. You can't do it. You can't make adjustments. How many, how many weeks do we got to watch this team do a 180 every second half? How many games do I got to watch? Week 12? Week 13? Next year? How many games? It is unfathomable. Clock management, terrible. Play calling, terrible. I'm happy we won, obviously. I'm going to sleep with a smile on my face. It's all I care about. But I'm done with this. This team, believe it or not, with no depth anywhere, has potential. Because the king is back. But you're f***ing it up. On to Washington. Win is a win. Tighten up. So, of course, half of that is nonsense because the play calling is not nearly the problem. Um, there's a lot going on that causes them to look that way in the second half. And largely, I think uh, your boy Sal is being a bit dramatic, but I did appreciate producer Reed sending me that video. So, you know, on the whole, I think a lot of you guys end up experiencing it the way that Sal does. I'm sure a lot of you agree with the situation. A lot of you are wrong about the situation, and I still love you anyway. So as far as the last time a Titans game, I, I don't know that a Titans game has ever left me breathless. Um, that's really not how it is that I watch games. I have been super impressed with them in moments um, and been shocked at some of the bad things that they have done in certain situations. But breathless is not something that I've quite experienced. But certainly he was going through it as I'm sure so many of you guys do. All right, it's going to do it for us tonight, live from Indianapolis. I appreciate you guys hanging out on the primetime show. As always, radio is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be on from 10 to 1. I'll be back in Nashville. I'm going to stay the night in Indy and then wake up super early tomorrow morning um, and ride on down 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. So if you want to call in and talk about the Titans game, we will certainly do that with you. Primetime tomorrow night at our normal time. Thank you, as always, for adapting to the east or eastern time zone that I tend to be in when we travel. It'll be the same uh, next week when we are in Washington. So keep that in mind. As for the rest of you, I, will, uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend, and I will talk to you tomorrow on the radio, and if not, 8 p.m. on A to Z Sports Primetime. There's All right, if we haven't scored a point since I came in here, I am gone, guys. What? what that's but, it? But we got a couple more questions. No, nope, that's right. it. <laughs> Peace out by the GM. <laughs>